uh, embrace the big lie and embrace the Constitution. And going forward, uh, the nation needs it. The nation needs a strong Republican Party. Uh, the nation needs a party that, uh, that is based upon fundamental principles of conservatism. And I am committed and dedicated to ensuring uh, that that's how this party goes forward, and I plan to lead the fight to do that. Congressman, how concerned are you that former President Trump might end up back in the Oval Office, and what are you prepared to do to prevent uh, I uh, will do uh, everything I can to ensure uh, that uh, the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger uh, that he continues to provoke with his language. Uh, we have seen his lack of commitment and dedication to the Constitution, uh, and I think it's very important that we make sure whomever we elect is somebody who will be faithful to the Constitution. I do not. I think that uh, it is uh, an indication of where the Republican Party is, uh, and I think that the party uh, is in a place that we've got to bring it back from, and we've got to get back to a position where uh, we are a party that can fight for conservative principles, that can fight for substance. We cannot be dragged backward uh, by uh, the very dangerous lies of a former president. Thank, Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Wednesday. We uh, a lot of things to talk about in a short time to do it, and my camera is. <laughs> I thought where'd you check it first? I thought where'd you come, man? Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get both of those flags in there. Okay, a um, uh, lot to talk about. Short time to do it. You know who this is, Wayne, Lee, and Brian. Uh, the if you're watching the show, make sure, well, if you're watching it or listening to it, however you're doing it, make sure that you're sharing the show. We asked you last week, last Thursday, Friday, Thursday slash Friday, bring back two or three people. Many of y'all, maybe you have, maybe you have not. I'm asking you, please do it. Please, that is your homework for every night. Bring back. I'm doing it right now. And okay. I just by mistake shared the show in a group that should not have this show in it. Oopsie. Okay. I don't know how to get it out of there. But that's okay. You can never have enough the way to pre-show. I don't care who you it's are. A, it's a group for people. It's a it's a group for people selling like Tupperware. They're that's gonna be okay. like, what's going on? Then they're gonna get fired up. They'll be like, yay, yay. I've been to <laughs> as a kid, I went to Tupperware parties. I know what Tupperware parties are. Welcome, Tupperware party people. Um, no, um, as you saw, that was Liz Cheney just a few minutes ago. I know many people are happy. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't want to make this sound crazy. I'm mixed. I'm mixed because I know she has to go. Okay. I'm also mixed because she's more conservative than the person that is getting put in. See, Liz Cheney is a very conservative minded Republican, or she votes conservative most of the time. 
well, at least over 90% of the time she votes conservative. She let it get too personal between her and Trump. That was her downfall. She's into the wars and stuff. She's just well, like her dad. She's a chip off the old block. Well, I mean, uh, hold on. A lot of conservatives believe in protecting this country, too. And and if you go back to, uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you about her warmongering. I do agree with that. But when it comes to conservative voting for things that are conservative, for the country, she's over 90% of that. Problem is, she shot herself right in the face when she took the most conservative president we ever had. Threw him under the yeah, bus. I mean, what is she Let stupid? Yeah, I just said that though. I just said that though. She messed up <laughs> by making it personal against Trump, but she voted with Trump while he was in office over ninety percent of the time. When it came down to after the election and stuff, she made it personal. That was her downfall in doing so. I have a problem, and, and and again, for that, and also being related to the Bush Cheney. Type oh yeah, of thing, that's a downfall too. I don't to think that dynasty. she should have been. She shouldn't have been put in there in the first place. But guess who put? But guess who helped put her in there? The stupid Republicans, McCarthy and Scalise. They helped put her in there. So when I see our side say, yeah, Jenny Gooder, Gooder, and nobody, and, and not a whole lot of people going after McCarthy or Scalise, I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's almost like MAGA's gone crazy. It's one like, of, you have know, to one go after time. them too. Yeah, one at a time. No, I mean, man, how no. Do you, how, hold on, how do you throw McCarthy and Scalise out? They run the show. There well, are the thing conservatives. is, it's McCarthy once. Frank Luntz and McCarthy are one of the. Yes. <laughs> they're not yeah. one in the same. They're not they live in the same house. house. No, he rents from me at $5,000 a month. I'm not saying that's right. I'm so just saying, you know. But look, I, look, I, and, and, I, and I tweeted this out. If they can get Cheney out in 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And they can't even deliver an Obamacare replacement. That's true. That's true. Trump. In and, four and, years. In, in four years? They claim they had one. They claim they had one. Now we see Bunny Boiler just going absolutely ape, running around, screaming and yelling as a scorned woman that she is. I, I feel like the establishment. I feel like her papa. I feel like the Bushes. I feel like the. I feel well, like that's they what took it was. To the side and said, "Hey, hey uh, you know, sister, we need you to come out loud against this orange man bad." Well, Brian, and you're exactly right. It's like a bad high school after school special. They yes. used her last name to prompt her up, <laughs> and then they pushed her into this. And it, that's what it is. You know how like last names count in high schools? Well, this is what that was. So yeah, mm -hmm. I totally agree. Same with the Pence family in Indiana. They, you oh, know God. what? And, and, and them putting, uh, what's her name? Elise Stephanie. Them putting yeah. her up there. Why not put Jim Jordan in there? Oh, no. Jim Jordan That's came out. And it was ironic, though. It's kind of sickening. Jim Jordan came out and, and championed her. Mm -hmm. as, uh, Isn't that uh, weird? Please That's tell me you got that. Like how, that clip That's was disgusting. Strange. Right. So she votes a little lefty. Kinda, and, and Jim Jordan's okay with this. I don't understand. They called her a moderate. 
And she that's, yeah, I was going to say moderate. Yeah, she votes moderate more than she does Republican. Wayne she, told me that. I have to give him credit. She but, put out herself, Leah, that she was in the top 10% of the bipartisan in the House. She She's in the top 10% of the bipartisan. Look, I'm all for getting stuff done, I, but we know how conservatives do or Republicans do with bipartisan. It's called surrender. So, you know, I mean, it, you know, that's... You're the only one speaking about this, and I will bet you any money for the next three weeks you will not see Jim Jordan on any of the news stations get asked that question. Why are you okay with a moderate coming in right. versus someone who is voting more Republican than Well, Laura Ingram normal. kind of said that, and, and, and Jim's response was the answer to the question that he wished she asked him. Like he didn't answer her. Yeah, well, he answered of course not. her as the question that he was prepared to yeah, answer. That's the which art was of being a politician. Her right. And saying that, oh, here's the list. Uh, she voted with Trump. She did this with Trump. Right. Trump said, okay. Uh, she's uh, 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 NRA backs her. Uh, it was like a Jen sack of potato sacky kind of response. <laughs> Man, you guys know I'm down with the Jordan family. I, we know him personally here. Uh, the big I Rowan family. Get him on. I'd like to ask him. I, I like not being it. rude. I'd be kind, but he's I'd like to ask him. Up, he's not picking up my phone calls anymore. He don't pick up my phone calls either. He, <laughs> I mean, I he got a call. personal cell number. Let me call and honestly and honestly for me and it's really not him so i give him a pass on it it's his hound dogs that are in front of him that won't that's that true won't let him get yes. on the show. uh yeah but but you know whatever right okay so um jordan says you can't have a republican conference chair reciting dim talking points he's right you can't right no. and, that's, and that goes back to what i said before she made it personal and I don't know whether she got her marching orders from her dad or from um, George W. Bush, who who is oh, not I'm a sure. supporter. So she's in that group. She that's that's her family. OK, that's her family. Now, again, she voted with Trump while he was in office over 90 percent. That's what the word is. But she made it personal after the election. And she made it public too. And public listen, too. Public listen too. to her words. It yeah. sounds like Nancy Pelosi. He's oh, yeah. a threat yeah. to our democracy. Right, right. I'll never yeah. let she, him get close to that office. That's ever what I'm again. Yeah. She read what? the room wrong when it came to <laughs> to doing that. She she did. And bad read. You, you, yeah, yeah. And when you read the room that wrong, you okay. okay, now check this out. Why did McCarthy go to her and sit her down and talk to her because it's frank lines oh well okay well who's to say he did who's to say he did though i don't believe he did i, I mean i be, i believe that he ran to trump and said look we can get her out and we can put somebody else in uh and it's still i i still even if you wanted to put a woman in there there are 20 there, there are 26 house republican women i'm sure that there are 20 24. What was the reasoning to go with her? Who, Elise? You're right. Yeah, because what was their was main part, reasoning that the other actually, 25 couldn't do it? Right, she right. She actually helped right? defend Donald Trump during the impeachments. So did she's, the rest of them. I, right, I know, right. but somehow and, she, got her, and she, she got her way in there. Well, you know what? She, well, well, then she got her way in there because a whole lot of people didn't go back and see what she said about Trump. Right. 
during the time that before that, because she, you know, she said some real crazy stuff. And she also said that, um, uh, that Trump was responsible for, uh, um, um, the January thing. Hold on. Let me, uh, yeah. Um, let's see, Stephanie. Oh, well, I'm looking for that. Uh, How'd Steve and, uh, we're also hearing now, uh, we're getting uh, word from our reporters who are outside that the conference has, in fact, adopted that resolution, and Cheney has been removed from the number three spot in Republican leadership. This happening lightning fast. Within, uh, you know, 20 minutes of this meeting started, Liz Cheney making remarks, Virginia Fox offering a resolution backed by Republican leaders. She is now out of Republican leadership, and she's expected to address what happen here in just a matter of minutes, a pretty dramatic reversal from just a few months ago when the conference kept her in overwhelmingly with the support of the Republican leadership, even despite her vote to impeach Donald Trump. But in the aftermath of her criticism of the former president, it's clear where this conference wants to go and is with Donald Trump and without Liz Cheney, who is just booted out of that leadership spot, the number three spot in the Republican conference. Look, I got... Um, back in 2015, 2016, in the early days of his first term in office, Stefanik criticized Trump over everything from his incendiary comments about Muslims and women to a signature policy position such as reforming NATO, building a U.S.-Mexico border wall, and having stronger cooperation with Russia. That's her. I know, but again... Uh, and, also, and also believe that Trump should release his tax returns to the public... This is the Republicans. This is how they get themselves in trouble. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. In, in another interview, which she didn't mention Trump's name, uh, Trump by name, she blasted candidates who disqualified themselves by making untruthful statements. This is the one that they want to replace, the one that they've just put out. This one to me is is worse because, like we said yesterday, you can you can act like a conservative for a week. You can act like right. a conservative for a month. But, but you say she's but the worse, record doesn't she... even act like a conservative. Like, are are these Republicans blind to the fact that this is on paper? This is statements. Do they not do their homework? No, Leah, That's they don't because about. you can right. see what they did for the last four years. Right. But it, okay. And I'm not defending her at all. I'm not. I'm not. But but I am saying that at this point in time, right now in the public sphere, uh, Liz is totally vocal and completely bunny boiler. She literally wants to find Trump's bunny rabbit and put it in a boiling pot of water. That's how insane this woman is. Oh, is that what bunny boiler means? I was like, saying bunny boiler. I don't know. She's a uh, fatal attraction. Okay, gotcha. I I thought it was a name, though. Like, I thought their name was Bunny and then last name Boiler. And I thought it was like history person. I'm like, who's Bunny Boiler? Right. No, no. Okay. (laughs) You're talking to someone that burns. Okay, Okay. I get it. So the new woman, (laughs) she's not at this point in time, she's not really looking to burn things down. And I'm not defending her, but she's not looking to burn things down. I mean, look at the people that had to get fired in the past. You had Scaramucci that had to get fired. You had, I I don't know how Steve Bannon is sloppily as he never wore anything. She has an election coming up. Cheney Ste- or Stephanie? Okay, well, I'm, 
Hold up, hold up. Tens of millions of Americans are concerned that the 2020 election featured unconstitutional overreach by unelected state officials. Congresswoman Elise Stefanik was considered a rising Republican star even before she started gathering momentum to replace Liz Cheney as the number three GOP leader in the House. I know that my constituents in New York 21 have many concerns about the fact that Hunter Biden, the son of the vice president, sat on the board of a corrupt company like Burisma. In late 2019, during then-President Trump's first impeachment proceeding, Stefanik left no doubt that she had arrived with her tenacious questioning of witnesses. Any reference to bribery? No, there was not. Any reference to quid pro quo? No, there was not. Any reference to extortion? No, there was not. At those hearings, Stefanik was a bulwark for Trump. She questioned the veracity and agendas of witnesses and made it clear to powerful House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff that she wouldn't be intimidated. Ambassador Ivanovich, I want to thank you for Gentlewoman being here will today. Suspend. You're not recognized. This is the fifth time you have interrupted members of Congress, duly elected members of Congress. Gentlewoman will suspend. It's really where she aligned herself for the first time very publicly. She defended it. And that's why I, think, I get it why. Yeah. Now I, I see re- why she got no. it. She's I'm mouthy. She's I fresh blood she's mouthy. She I remember that. She was elected in 2015 at 30 years old, then the youngest uh, congresswoman. So she's been in for a while. She's got her feet wet. She made a huge name for herself, pushing back against all these Democrats. It, mm-hmm. It's not hard to find evidence to put her up. Oh, but, no, I totally see now. But she, I don't know about putting her all the way up to to, to third in line. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, not third that. in line. No, not third in line. I feel no. like there's a whole lot of other people that could be there. I would have been like, she give me up and coming for the next couple of years, but she, but putting her up there right now, no. They're, Were they thinking that she was going to be like a right AOC, like no. a version of AOC? Because no. she's from New York, she's a little bit mouthy. I don't uh, know. We have we have uh, Doctor Richard Creighton. Am I saying that right? You are. Doctor Richard Creighton is a pathologist uh, at. Uh, the Massachusetts General Hospital, um, and a former associate professor at Harvard Medical School, and glad to have you here. Uh, we're going to move away from Congress a little bit and talk about COVID. Okay. What's going on with uh, uh, with uh, this <laughs> this situation <laughs> situation we got at hand? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of people. This. Um, 80%, 80%, I was reading, 80% of people polled said that there's nothing in their, nothing's going to change their mind about getting the COVID vaccination. What's your thoughts on that? Well, again, I, I think you advertised me as a pathologist, which I am, but I'm also a pulmonary physician, and I've practiced medicine at at Harvard Mass General for over 40 years. So I have a pretty good idea about how respiratory viruses work. Can you give us kind of an explanation? I'm, I'm not, I'm just a regular Joe. I don't know much about some of these words. Can you kind of give a layman kind of guy what you do? Uh, I'm a lung doctor. Uh, I'm on board with that. Okay. I have a specific expertise in infectious disease uh, and particularly in respiratory viruses, viruses that affect the, the lungs. Uh, what to say about COVID? Uh, clearly, there's a, there's a portion of the population that, 
probably should be vaccinated. And that's people of about my age, uh, 65 and older, and certainly uh, people who have uh, underlying diseases. Uh, we've known that for a long time. In terms of the rest of the population, in terms of young people, and particularly in terms of young school children, there's absolutely, in my opinion, at least no indication uh, for them to necessarily be vaccinated. Uh, obviously, it's a matter of personal choice, which is what it always should be. Uh, but in the pediatric population, uh, their risk of contracting disease is, is extremely low. And the possible risks of an experimental vaccine, which is what this is, uh, can conceivably out uh, outweigh the effects of uh, contracting the virus. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not a vaccination program that should be prescribed, you know, across the board for everybody. There needs to be some consideration of their individual medical history. And again, you have to take into account people's choice uh, as to whether or not they want to go ahead and be vaccinated or not. What was up with the, uh, you know, there was a huge push for ventilators. Uh, we were hearing some side effects from the ventilators uh, last year. Uh, I mean, and and maybe and maybe you can clear up whether it was true or not. What was uh, I mean, for those that were in serious condition? We heard that. Again, maybe you can clear this up. We heard that uh, the ventilators weren't shouldn't have been used for those that were in serious condition of having the COVID virus. Is that right? Uh, I know you heard that. Uh, the answer is no, it's not right. Uh, and there's been more false information uh, about this virus than uh, ever about any other disease in history, in my opinion. Uh, in fact, it's it's reached the point where it's virtually impossible even for medical scientists to read the, the literature and be confident that they're getting facts. Uh, it's, it's, really been, it's really a mess. But the fact is for people who are severely ill with COVID, again, those elderly people, uh, for the most part, uh, those people need ventilatory support. Now ventilators by themselves have the potential to make lung injury worse. Yes. Uh, so you need to be skilled in how you manipulate the settings of the ventilator. But the idea that the ventilator by itself was causing disease, uh, that's just false. So is this virus, I mean, maybe I should know this answer by now. Is this a lung virus or a vascular? Because I felt like this is more related to the blood vessels than the lungs. It's just the lungs were the secondary effect of COVID when it comes to the blood vessels. No, I think that's largely more nonsense. Uh, it's, it's a primary, what we call pulmonary pathogen. That means it, it, it affects the lungs primarily. And the information about blood vessels, uh, there may be some individuals who have the infection in their blood vessels uh, where it produces actual disease and symptoms. But for the most part, this is a respiratory virus, very much like in many respects, the flu. And each year, uh, over many years now, We've seen people die from the flu in the same way they've died from COVID. You just never heard about it. You know, Interesting. When you take the numbers, and I love looking at the numbers and the stats and history, and you go over, say, the last 20, 30 years of, of deaths, total, overall total deaths in America from everything that's been that people have died from, you, you literally have almost no extra 
Like, I, like I, we would be anticipating an extra quarter million, half million deaths on top of normal deaths yep. throughout a whole year. And we're just not seeing a spike of extra deaths. It's pretty much flatlined. Well, the 90s was kind of high for whatever reason, and it kind of dipped back down. And it's just kind of kind of about the same every year. Plateauing. Well, once again, people with underlying diseases and the elderly are at risk of dying with COVID. Uh, many of them will die as a result of their, their underlying diseases with COVID on board. It doesn't necessarily mean that COVID caused the death. But overall, despite the fact that this is potentially a serious disease for some people, it is at some level the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on, on the public. Wow. Hmm. And he so, went to Harvard, folks. Just to let you know, <laughs> I'm talking to our audience. Audience. Uh, the the CDC, um, Dr. Fauci, um, the WHO, the confusion at the top. What are your thoughts about that? And how should Americans research or seek out to find le legit answers to their questions? Uh. I think one little known fact is that Dr. Fauci is actually not primarily an infectious disease expert. Yep. Uh, he's, an, he's an allergy immunologist, and that's how he made his career looking at the immunological effects of the AIDS virus. The current head of the CDC is, was a colleague of mine here at Mass General. Uh, she's a, a young and intelligent woman, and I'm sure she knows better uh, than some of the ideas which have coming out of the CDC. So the whole issue has been completely politicized. And in terms of getting the facts, uh, probably the best idea is to find a physician who's uh, over 50 years old and has been around long enough to have some idea as to what these diseases are all about and ask your physician what you should do. So that's because the younger generation, uh, you know, I, I don't mean to say this uh, in a way that sounds... Uh, that's all right. Oh, please do. Young, <laughs> The younger generation of physicians have been completely infiltrated by progressive ideology. Agreed. Agreed. hundred percent agreed. Well, so you... Harvard Medical School is no different than Harvard College. Uh, so they're, they're as interested in diversity and uh, equity as, as they are in diseases at this point. So it's a problem. So because you are a lung expert, I would like to move to the conversation about the mask. It yeah. has, uh, MIT came out and said, look, it didn't matter if you had a mask on or not, no matter if you were six feet or 60 feet away, that did not matter if you were indoors. It mattered the amount of time that you spent indoors if you got COVID. Uh, how damaging really is it to wear a mask 10 to 12 hours a day if you're an eight-year-old in second grade? It doesn't seem right to me, doctor. Well, you know, we all use masks when we work in the hospital. Those masks are, are true N95 masks. You have to be fitted for them. You have to uh, do testing uh, to see that they're not permeable uh, to the outside air. The mask that the average individual is wearing uh, provides virtually very little, if, if at all, protection. Certainly people who you see walking around with a bandana around their face, uh, that's doing <laughs> absolutely nothing. In terms of children, uh, certainly children who have underlying diseases like asthma or respiratory difficulties, it's a hardship for them to be wearing these masks. The psychological effects of wearing a mask on, on young children that age, I don't think we know the, the full effects, but they're not likely to be good. So the, this business about making children wear masks at summer camp, in school, uh, mandating vaccinations for children, 
This is all politics. This has nothing to do with medicine. And going back to politics, uh, I was in the Air Force, so was Wayne. And I, I was enlisted. I wasn't in, a, in the officer ranks. But I do know that if you are a Fulberg colonel and looking to, to rise in the ranks of the military, a general, one, two, three, four-star general, or, you know, uh, high ups in the Air Force, it is completely political. Not only do you have to submit a resume, but you also have to submit a picture and do a, a, a physical interview because they want somebody that looks the part on top of being the part. Uh, I, I well, can only the, assume that that is happening in this situation too. Uh, this is true uh, in the military. It's true in the corporate world. It's true in the medical world. So the elites that you're hearing from who are setting the policies in this country, both for, for medical issues and other issues, have all been, for the most part, with some rare exceptions, have been educated and, and, and indoctrinated into progressive thinking uh, and to progressive ideology. And to the extent that they believe these things, and some of them certainly do, uh, they are going to transmit it to the public. Uh, so I think we need to really take a closer look at who the people are who are, who are setting the policies in this country, both, okay. at, the, both at the level of, of medicine, at the CDC, Dr. Fauci, as well as everything else across the board. What do you say to those that, um, I think I kind of mentioned it earlier, but uh, to make it clear, what do you say about those individuals that are um, that are choosing not to get the vaccine? Now, you said it was uh, should be primarily for the elderly type, but um, it seems like it's being pushed on everybody else. My daughters are going to college uh in September. Yes, it's going to be pushed on everyone. Right. It's going to be pushed on, not by the government, it's going to be encouraged by the government, and right. then the corporations and all the institutions are going to carry it out. So you won't be able to go back to school in most places. You right. won't be able to go back to the workplace yeah. without a vaccination. Something weird that I'm seeing on social media, this could be total hoax, this could, I have no idea, but it is recent. I got to say it, man. It's coming out of the UK. A lot of these people are getting the vaccine and then they're showing that magnets are sticking I saw to that. their skin. I saw that. Yep. And it's not I saw one, that it's a night. whole bunch. It's yeah. a whole bunch. Yeah. I, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, well, they're, they're, uh, they're getting the vaccine and then they're coming home and they're able to stick a magnet mm -hmm. over the area where they got the vaccine with days later and that magnet stays in place. There's a lot of heavy metals in vaccines. So maybe that's why. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I really don't know. You think that's uh, kind of a hoax? Uh, out... I, I, I'm not going to comment on that one because I, I just, <laughs> Okay, I, all right. As right. for now, I'm going to throw that one out. I'm not even going to bring that up ever again. You know what? I, no, 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 because I mean, I actually, I was actually looking at it and watching the 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 um the magnet how you have your positive and negative and you know how you can't put two negatives together because it'll go like that and i and i i watched the video and i went to go looking for more and i'm glad to have you on here but i'm also happy that you're like well, okay well you know what i'm not gonna touch that right yet you know i want to see <laughs> what happened <laughs> my own self for that but um dr creighton i i want to thank you for joining us uh and you're welcome given us a whole lot more common sense than what we're seeing on television uh, um, regarding the virus yeah. and stuff. Co common sense is very important. And what I will say 
is that many of the elites, because of their education, because of their indoctrination, have very little of it. God bless. Well said. <laughs> Let's bring you back on. I want to have. Um, I want to talk to you some more because. Do you think that it's going to get better by the end of the year, or, and when I mean getting better, uh, vaccination shots, um, the the requirement to have it, uh, will will they will it get worse? Will it migrate or mutate worse before the end of the year? I doubt it. Uh, I, I, I think we're really looking at the tail end of this as a disease. Uh, what the government has in store for us next, for the next emergency, I don't know. Uh, how long you'll be told you need to wear a mask, it will depend on which state you live in. Uh, it, you know, whether you be vaccinated will depend where you work. Uh, this is the unfortunate politicization of virtually everything at this point in our society. All right. Well, look, Dr. Creighton, I want to thank you. How, how can people reach out and follow you on social media? Uh, you know, I've come off much of my social media. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, come on, give me something. You are awesome. <laughs> I've come off most of my social media. But if they would like to read my books, uh, there's that, one that yeah. just came out yesterday. They can go on Amazon.com. Just look under my name. There's a number of books, which I think they would find very interesting. Awesome. What? Awesome. What's the name of your book that just came out yesterday? Never Trump. And it's about the psychology of the elites in the society. All right. I'm going to get you know that. What? You know what? Let's have you back on soon so we can talk about that. I'm going to go Sounds order great. it. Yeah, I'm going to read it Sounds and then talk about it. Sounds great. Okay, thank, thank you, doctor. Thank, thank you, doctor. Lester, good evening. You can see hundreds of cars here, and this is just one gas station. Drivers here telling me they're waiting up to an hour. That's where the line starts. We can't even see where it ends. Those drivers also telling me they're seeing gas stations run out, and they're taking no chances tonight. Tonight, the lines for gas getting longer, from the Carolinas down to Florida. Panic drivers overwhelming gas stations. Just got to do what you got to do and just uh, load up on gas and just not try to go too far away from home. After a long wait at this gas station in South Carolina. I've been waiting here for 45 minutes just to get gas. Frustration. We're out of gas. <laughs> All out. Across the southeast, demand is up 40 percent. Prices at the pump inching up too. Nationwide, they're six cents higher than last week. I'll spend that extra few bucks. That's the way it is. Well, I just could have heard there was going to be a run on gas, and we figured uh, I better get it now. The 5,500-mile Colonial Pipeline is still mostly shut down. Tonight, American Airlines says it's adding refueling stops to two long-haul routes this week because of the outage. The timing couldn't be worse, with 37 million people expected to travel this Memorial Day weekend. That's up 60% from last year. You'll be hoarding gas. If you don't really need it, then don't buy it. And if you are going on a car trip, maybe don't wait till you get to empty, fill up when you're at like a quarter of a tank. Experts say despite the long lines and empty pumps, if the Colonial Pipeline meets its goal of restoring most service by Friday, there's no real cause for alarm. Tom Yamas, NBC News, Charlotte. Thanks for watching our YouTube channel. Follow today's top stories and breaking news by... Mm -hmm. I love that guy at the beginning. He's like, I waited 45 minutes and still no gas.
Wow. Well, I'm going to tell crazy. you right now. I do not own a diesel truck anymore. I did have one for many, many years, and I had an extra tank in the in the bed. And I was looking for an extra tank in my my gas truck bed, and that doesn't normally work. It doesn't normally happen for gasoline. However, they had a huge sale on five gallon plastic jugs, so I got me a lot of them, and I got them filled up. And they will go bad, so you got to rotate that fuel. Just rotate it through your car and keep you about. Half dozen so five gallon jugs in the shed. I think it was weird during a press conference yesterday. I don't know if she's included with the Department of Energy, who she really is, but she was up there, uh, almost like enjoying the fact that there wasn't any gas. And she actually said, "Quote, you know, if you have an electric car, you don't have to worry about this." Like, really? You really? Sick. You yeah. Sick. And she was enjoying it. She was. Sick. Oh man, she was smiling. You could tell she was up there like. Give me more, baby. This well, the so next good. pandemic is going to be the now. food. It's going to be the fuel. They're pushing. This is their agenda. Wait till they hack for. the banks. Wait till they hack the banks. Well, then they'll go totally digital then. We don't They're need banks. We don't need no, banks No, we anymore. don't need banks. Hey, you guys, I've been studying up on that. You're right. Bitcoin, <laughs> Dogecoin all the way. Now I'm starting to learn. Now I'm starting to learn. And, um, Just, the energy secretary is telling people don't hoard gas. That's your um, there, yeah. There's a there's a panic at the pump right now. Uh, people are um... listen. Whatever this administration says, do opposite. Right, right. I, I have a, <laughs> a, a great Patreon that that follows us for years and years. Years. Uh, Cheryl out of Dayton, Ohio, says that Ohio does not receive their fuel from this pipeline, which she's she's probably correct because we got no problems here. We got no issues here in Ohio. Tell me when we're going to talk about um, Liz Cheney again one more time, because I just found out what the press secretary said, what Jen Sacapotato said, and I'm ready to go off. I'm ready to go off. <laughs> well, let me let me just said it. So let me let me add this to it, and then and then we'll talk about Jen because circle back. <laughs> when I had, when I heard this, and probably what you're going to do, I I got something to say. Final topic. I'm not in the habit of commenting on the House Republican minority, but today they have reached a new and very dangerous low point. Earlier this morning, the House GOP ousted Liz Cheney from the party's leadership. Her crime? Telling the truth. Telling the truth that Joe Biden is the legitimate president of the United States and Donald Trump is lying when he says the election is stolen. I don't need a Democrat telling us how to do things over in, and and I and I'm not even a Republican, but I'm saying I don't need Democrats telling Republicans how to do stuff. When Democrats, because honestly, I think that everything that you're seeing now in the public, and Leah, I'm going to throw this over to you. I think everything that you're seeing in the public is not helping. The GOP at all, and, and and many people out there don't care about the GOP, but the GOP is um, is um, stepping on their own um, uh, feet yeah. by doing this publicly, and then being hypocrites on many other facets. Am I right, Leah? Yes, they're shooting themselves in the foot. They get in their own way. That is their biggest downfall. You're 100 percent right, Wayne. 
exactly what it is. This this is sick because it, it all goes. I never let a crisis go to waste. And now we have a party that is not my party. You know, Democrats saying, "Well, it's the other party." Uh, let's kick them while they're down. So let's take advantage of a situation. And as they sold us, uh, uh, John McCain as being the guy. As they sold us, uh, Mitt Romney as being the guy. They they're now running to the rescue. Of, of a woman, uh, Liz Cheney, who's uh, no no real conservative Republican that would come out and, and impeach the president that we voted for that garnered more votes in our party. Our party came out with more votes for President Trump than any other Republican president. And I'm going to tell you right now, the Democrats coming out to support Cheney and save our democracy and our democracy is in a hole and things are falling apart if we, we go back to this war mind Trump bad orange man and it's yeah. all because they're scared that their power could could be more eroded if Trump got back in you know I mean I hope I and I hope many people don't think that I'm um, defending Cheney. Because I'm not, I don't, I mean, honestly, I really don't think Cheney should have been in the third spot in, in the first place. But I know why she was put in there is because of her family ties and um, uh, her her gene, her political genes. That's why I didn't know somebody. And also she, her ability to raise money. Stephanie, Stephanie ain't going to raise crap. I'm telling you right now. You know what? I actually look at that as a good thing. I look at that as a good thing. That shows yeah. me maybe the Republicans are in a better mindset when they picked her. Because if they know for a fact she's not going to raise money, that's what we're looking for. We're looking for people that can raise their voice and not raise money all the damn time. So maybe well, I, fresh blood fresh blood in the third chair is better than old blood and old money. Maybe well, no I, money and fresh blood is better than old money and, and old policies. Well, I think maybe I might, am on board with her. Well, I, I, I think that might have been addressed, though, because if Trump is going to back her, Trump, Trump can fill up that money. That's right. yeah. That right. loss yeah, of money. He's in control and, of the you know, party. You know, yeah, so, I agree. Uh, yeah. But 100 Republicans, um, I was reading last night, 100 Republicans have, have decided or are leaning toward leaving the GOP. <laughs> because they, because they feel that the current GOP won't return to free markets and free people. Bye, Felicia. I didn't you say that, Brian. Right I I have a problem with the current GOP too. <laughs> they spend too much goddamn money. They won't they, stop it to save their lives. They spend too much money. They they turn on MAGA. They do. They, like they, dog. they, they aren't for the American people. They say they are, but they're not. So, I mean, but I don't know if I would follow these 100 Republicans either. But the Republicans are not for us. They're not. Or they will be fixing stuff. They're spending all this time. Look what's happening in Israel right now. Look what's happening in America right now. And they are worried about how do you feel about they're publicly fighting in fighting? <laughs> you know, did, didn't Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham didn't they go down to the border? Didn't? Yeah, they did. In the dark of night with flashlights in, and stuff. In the dark of night, yeah. Right. Yeah. And Murkowski went down there with him. He had the mosquitoes down there. Yeah. Y'all fixed that. You all been on the office for so damn long. Y'all promised Ronald Reagan you're hmm. going to build the border wall. 
You passed that bill to build the border wall, and then you revoked the money, so there's no money to fund it to build it. That's going all the way back to the 80s. Y'all ain't done nothing. Going all the way back to the 80s. And if you see why we're so frustrated with you guys and why we all jumped on the Trump train, because Donald Trump in, in, embraced American values and America first. That's all. Somebody just said about we need term limits. You know, I was thinking about this this morning when I was getting ready to do the show, and I thought, I wish we had term limits, shorter term limits on the White House, because I don't know if I can do three years with Joe. I don't. I would be so, I'd be more than happy if next November he was up for re-election. I, I don't know if I can take three more years of this, you guys. If he's even, in, if he's even around, I don't know. Well, I hope I, prayers are answered. I, I know y'all are, I, I know y'all are going to get, not my co-host, but I know y'all watching are going to get mad at me when I say this. There are term limits. It's called elections. Vote the people out. And as a matter of fact, go to your community meetings and tell people to to put a measure on the on the ballot to stop paying them six figures. Start paying them like maybe uh, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and see if they stay in there for fifty and sixty. Right, years. and if they do good, maybe they get a raise off the voting people. Your your money depends on if they vote you for a raise or not. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, I mean, I wish I, there was term I, limits though for the White House. Anything I, there? Yeah, there <laughs> Anything are. there, Wayne? Yeah, no, eight, not, not for you. No, don't say that. I can't that's, do this for eight years. What it is. I can't it's, do this for eight years. It's two terms. Eight years. I'm going to hyperventilate. No, dear Lord, <laughs> up in heaven, I will do whatever it takes. Please our, don't do that. Our first Muslim president got eight years. Yeah, but he had to do it sneaky. Uh, this is more in your face kind of evil. I don't know how to explain it, but this is worse. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. The curtains are completely pulled back. It's Wizard of Oz, and we're watching the wizard. The curtains are open, and Mm -hmm. and the wizard's looking right at us, talking to us, and pointing at the man on the screen. And we're like, bro, but we see it all. And he's like, no, you don't see nothing. Like, Like, you know how, like, the sequel's always worse than the first? That was kind of Obama. But then the third movie is just really bad. That's kind of how I feel Obama's third yeah, like I feel like yeah. this is how Obama's third term is. Like this is really bad. You think the sequel sucked? Wait till you see Police, the third one. Police Academy three, Home four, Alone five, three. It's all six, terrible. Seven. No, that's I what think I feel there was like. Seven Police Academies. David, yeah, David. David Gomez said Biden won fair and square. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. no, just like you can't. You just no, I'm not going to say. Um, I don't. I don't want to. I wasn't planning on it either. Um, let me. Hmm. Okay, hold on. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to check out CBDLion.com. CBDLion.com. Uh, if you have any aches, pains, um, mental pains from Joe Biden's it, term. Right. If you suffer from anxiety uh, or uh, what's it, pressure? Pre- I mean, what's it called? Pressure? Inflammation. Yeah. If you got uh, inflammation, this is great for inflammation, reduce inflammation and yeah. your body no heals itself. Yeah. yeah. It's no it's side great. effects. It's no side effects. You go to cbdline.com forward slash Wayne Dupree for savings. Enter the code name Wayne. You get 20% off on your products. It works. Yep. And our favorites are lotions, gummies, and patches. So there you right. go. If you need to know our favorites, go in and just do it. And if you don't believe us, you can you can watch Ask our audience. 
you can read some of the comments from many of the people in the audience that they also agree this works. Um, I, I, I used to take four Advil a day. Four. For the pain. Mm-hmm. In my knees, and my shoulder, and my lower back and everything. With the CBD lotion, I put it, I rub it in the spot, I rub it in, I can go three, four, I think the longest I ever went with uh, was six days. Six days without putting more lotion in the same issue. Uh, and we even had them on the show and, and they even said that some, it can even get to the point where it's healing. Right. It takes down the inflammation so low that it actually yeah. repair. It's not that it's repairing it. It's just taking the inflammation down so low that it doesn't come back. Right. right. Your body fixes itself when you Correct. remove the inflammation. Yeah. 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 yeah, Brandy said it'll help you get through the three next year, three uh, years. Yeah, that's exactly what the gummies do. Okay, so get your gummies. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw this last night on your social media. the iron curtain to all the liberals out there to all the talking heads and all you sons of guns that hated and made fun of ronald reagan called it the star wars project the pie in the sky this is exactly what ronald reagan was talking about and this is what israel took from what ronald reagan was talking about and created their own from the idea the iron dome and it works it works very well let me tell you something. The way that the meat, uh, wait a minute, hold on. I want you to listen to how this starts off. I'm going to stop it and I'm going to play it in just a few seconds. But I, I want you to hear how she starts. Today, off. Israel has carried out hundreds of airstrikes on Gaza and Palestinian militants have, fi- have fired multiple rockets across the border, chiefly towards Tel Aviv and Beersheba. Since my- The media leads off that Israel is attacking right. yes. Gaza. Yes. Yeah. And the Palestinians. Yeah. Palestinians. yeah right, right, right. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. They're leading off like that because Israel is kicking their ass. Okay. But let's see, do I have it? Um I'll let's see. I there's a reason why. Um where's it at? Where's it at? Wayne? Where's it at? Please, please. Okay. Um, the reason, the reason why, the reason why uh, there was a professor that said the reason why this is happening is because Hamas and the Palestinian people they're having a conflict mm-hmm. about their elections. So the radicals started firing stuff over into Israel to stop the election. Now Israel is fighting back, but don't get it twisted. I'm 100%. Now, if Israel was at fault, then I would call Israel out. That's who I am. I support Israel more than probably, uh, I mean, look, we, we support Israel. 
because they are our ally. If they were wrong, I'm sure that we would say that they're wrong, but they have every right to protect their area, their people. And if they fire back at Palestine, Palestine or at Hamas and some people die, well, maybe you should go after the people that started it. Why, why continue to, to blast Israel for defending themselves with, you just saw those rockets. It was, what well, it was on uh, close to 150. They tried to over, um, they tried to outgun the shield, basically. They tried to outgun the shield. Yeah, yeah. I was, I, I mean, you know, this, I, don't have, I don't have any problem with it. Right. Well, this thing could end no, I don't right now. Yeah. We could end this thing within seconds. We could end the war. We yes, could end this issue. We could end it tomorrow if you wanted to. And here's the solution. Palestinians and Hamas, Islam, stop firing rockets at the Jews. That's all. That's all. Don't ever fire another rocket at the Jews. Leave the Jews alone. And I tell you what, you have instant peace. The White House is quiet on this. There are multiple options oh, that they could take when dealing with this. You know, they've been quiet on the pipeline. Where is the White House? Where is the administration? That's what's so alarming to me. But yet, you know, and I, I've been watching and waiting for statements on Joe Biden, or I mean, with Joe Biden on uh, pipeline issues, Israel, things like that. But instead, the press secretary comes out 15 minutes ago and says this is what Joe Biden's reaction was to Liz Cheney. It's disturbing to see any leader, regardless of party, being attacked for a simply speaking the truth. This is what Joe Biden said, that Jesse. someone in the party shouldn't be attacked for speaking the truth when that is what <laughs> Trump was doing for four years. So he has time to come out and talk about Liz Cheney, but not <laughs> enough time to do this with Israel. Right? Pipeline, Israel. Um, right. There was, um, there, was, wasn't there, there was a mass shooting just the other day. A bunch of kids got killed at a school. Colorado, Colorado, there was a mass shooting. I mean, where's another, the White House? There was, a, there was another cop beating, but nobody saw that one because he was an old white guy. He broke his shins and stuff, but you know, just a white guy laying on the ground. White House is missing in action. <laughs> here, here is um, a professor speaking about what's going on. I kind of, I might have butchered it up, but. There you go. The Gaza Strip <laughs> is seeing a recent spike in violence as fighting between Israel and Hamas militants has intensified. Fox 13 News is looking at what's behind the attacks. Amos Giora, a University of Utah law professor and former Israeli defense law advisor, spoke to us from his home in Jerusalem today, just miles from the violence. He explained that the fighting stems from a court battle over who owns the land in East Jerusalem. And Giora says the recent canceling of the Palestinian elections pushed Hamas over the edge. It was the cancellation by the Palestinian Authority of the elections. I think the Palestinian Authority canceled the, the elections because I think they're genuinely concerned that Hamas would defeat them in the polls. And I think that Hamas is, again, you know, flexing its muscles. Professor Giora believes only three things will bring an end to the fighting. Arab nations need to call Hamas to order. The Palestinian Authority must pressure Hamas to step back. Or the Biden administration must insert itself into the situation. Some cultures are better than others. 
just, I'm just saying, there are some cultures out there that are better than others. And when you take the violence because somebody does something you don't like, that means you a bully. Just saying. Would this be going on? Okay, go ahead. I'll ask you after this. Two Hamas intel chiefs were killed during the attack. Three military commanders had their homes destroyed. Oh, well. Um, the U.S. media continues to cover the Palestinian side of the war, uh, but Israel responded. Now, you hear what that professor said. It started on the Palestinian side. Yeah. But then they, but then they brought Israel into it, but Israel has to defend himself. Absolutely. You're sitting over there eating dinner and all of a sudden you start seeing the air fill sky and you haven't done anything but you're seeing right. um stuff you have 130 rockets and and i'm sure that maybe one or two got through and did some damage but yeah i will respond too um the mayor of lod uh claims that there's a civil war that's happening oh, on absolutely. the israeli side the orthodox jews versus the um um arab israeli yeah. They're starting to fight each other, you know. And um, Benjamin Netanyahu has uh, has visited there uh, at the um, early hours of this morning, and he has this uh, he has declared a state of emergency for that area. Listen, like Brian said, y'all want Israel to stop whipping your ass, stop sending rockets over there. I mean, it's just that easy. You, I mean, look. It's almost like it's almost like you aren't prepared to go to go up against somebody who is bigger than you, but you keep you keep on going. You keep on going, keep on getting your butt whipped. And the way that if you look at a lot of these social media posts by the left, they have take they've taken or they feel Palestine is the victim, Hamas is the victim, that size is the victim. And they're and they're shutting down Israel for defending himself. And I'm like, I just don't understand how y'all do that. Let somebody let somebody come outside your house and start throwing eggs at your house. What they, you gonna do? Got, yeah, the kind of misconception of a concept is to think that Hamas <laughs> and the Palestines, the Palestinians, yeah. that's the dudes to hang with. You go over there for one minute, you're a female, you're gonna get raped in a heartbeat. We've got journalists, I forget her name, but we've got journalists that were over there just doing her job in the middle of the street. They had a huge gang of guys. Yeah, they rape them all. I remember yeah. And, and just for the record, and I know that a lot of the audience can understand this, we were all labeled conspiracy theorists. We were all labeled uh, negative when we said that if Biden gets in, there's going to be no peace in the Middle East. There's going to be inflation. Um, there's going the virus is not going to go away. There's going to be cyber attacks. We weren't psychic. We weren't conspiracy theorists. We just know what goes on. Mm-hmm. We saw the writing on the wall, and now here we are. Yep. Yep. Gas lines. Gas lines. Today, Israel has carried out hundreds of airstrikes on Gaza and Palestinian militants have fired multiple rockets across the border, chiefly towards Tel Aviv and Beersheba. Since Monday, at least 49 Palestinians and six Israelis have been killed. The UN Security Council is holding an emergency meeting later today. This, as its envoy in the Middle East, is now warning the region is heading towards, quote, a full-scale war. France 24's Jean-Emile Jamin has this report. Plumes of black smoke billow over Gaza on Wednesday. 
the result of a relentless Israeli bombardment against Hamas militants in the heaviest offensive between the two sides since the Gaza war in 2014. Israeli forces confirmed its warplanes had killed several Hamas leaders in the early hours of the morning, responding to a deluge of rockets sent over Tel Aviv, its surrounding region and other southern towns. Among those killed in that attack were an Israeli Arab father and daughter struck by a stray rocket in the city of Lod, where a state of emergency was declared overnight. Another Israeli woman also died when an anti-tank missile hit a car close to the Gaza perimeter. We've seen over the last almost 48 hours more than 900 rockets that have been fired into Israel, into populated areas. But over in Gaza City, the devastation could also be felt by residents after an Israeli airstrike hit a car on Wednesday, killing three Palestinian civilians. What should I say? This is a crime. They were civilians, a woman, her child and a shop owner. These were people who were at the scene. The Israeli forces didn't hit a militant or any officials. We are just civilians sleeping in our homes. Speaking on Tuesday night, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu warned Israel will continue to intensify its operations against Hamas, while Defence Minister Benny Gantz declared that this was just the beginning of the offensive. Again, what do you want Israel to do? Just eat, eat those rockets at their people? Ilan Omar came out and said that they should not be defending themselves. Yeah. <laughs> she literally said, I mean, come on, yeah. come on, girl. Uh, there's a guy on Twitter, Tony Schaefer. He's blue checkmark. Uh, he's responding to Jill Biden, who put up 100 days. We're just getting started. And with and the red he, hills on. Like yeah, the devil. He goes off and says, war in the Middle East. No gas for Americans. No idea what to do about China. Aggression. No blue collar jobs for XL pipeline. Increased unemployment. Imploding economy. Promoting hate and violence. Progressive cities working to disarm law abiding citizens. Pure evil. And the uh, inflation that we've been talking about just spiked. I know. That's what my last thought is. 4.2% mm-hmm. and yes. hasn't happened since 08. Sorry. Just, yeah. All I have to say is this. We're only five months in. <laughs> Can you imagine two years from now? Good <laughs> Lord. I'm about three. It's going to be Mad Max. It's going to be Mad Max, baby. Get ready. Pick out your costume now. We're going Mad Max style. Somebody we'll be broadcasting from a cave. Right. Somebody put that there, that one guy in the big chain and the, yeah, we're not that Mad Max yet. <laughs> uh, and to just kind of uh, piggyback off of Ryan's point, yes, inflation is here. And normally people in rural areas will find out before bigger cities. I know that sounds strange, but it's actually the truth because it takes a little bit more effort to get uh, supplies into mountain cities like mine or mountain valleys, if you will. Uh, we just went grocery shopping last night normal cart that I typically get. In fact, I got 10% less than I normally do. The bill was $367. It was 25% more. Inflation is here. And it will be hitting you guys here within the next few weeks and the rest of the country. So it's here. It's now costing me 25% more in groceries. $376, Brian. Right. I I don't normally do a grocery shopping. The wife said yesterday, she said, the bill is high. I haven't heard her say that since I, she hasn't said that Patty. since we moved here it from works. LA in in 2012. That's the first time we moved back Dude, that's from the best LA in 2012. Way to explain it. I just want to warn you. I just want to. I just want to warn you. When you see that $500 charge, the bill is high. The bill is high. It's that's the, true. No, but, geez, well but Daddy, I'm getting the essentials. It's for the food. I'm yeah. Like, what? That, you it, know, it's I, bad. It's bad. I went, out, I went out last night because honestly, I. Honestly, I work at 
I work from home. I do a whole lot of stuff at home. I really don't go too many places now. Um, you know, that's that's just how it is. However, I did go out and gas the truck up. And I, I was already like one knob over a half a tank. Okay. So it's not that much away right. from a full tank. Uh-huh. Cost me thirty bucks. How much does it normally cost you? It probably costs me about sixteen or seventeen bucks. Yep. Is yeah. That... So look, you're at fifty percent. You're at half. Yeah. yeah. So That's I was like, oh. what normally costs the the little car to full fill up when it's bone empty is twenty five bucks. That's like every three days I'm put twenty five, twenty five. I know it's twenty five bucks. I can't you tell you about that. It thirty three dollars. From 25 to 33, 33 in the small little car that I drive around yeah. town in, yeah. I, I would can't even imagine. I can't drive a truck. 32-gallon tank at 12 miles to the gallon? I, I, we're, we're going back to all of a sudden Obama all over again. I, I can't drive yeah. my truck anymore. Well, we're going back to Jimmy Carter. Listen, yeah, um, sure. <laughs> uh, Republicans will pick up seats in the House in 2022. But Did you say not, they will? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not because they're doing a great job. It's not. Joe's doing so bad. It's right. It's because Joe is doing so bad. <laughs> they I mean, they aren't they aren't saying we want y'all. Mag is not going to just run out and say, "Oh, we got to have Republicans in there. We got to keep McCarthy." No, it's not that. It's that It's better than the Right. I t- we say this all the time. Americans don't react to things unless it hits the pocketbook. Amen. When it hits the gas, when it hits the food on the table, when it starts hitting those bills, then America reacts. Okay? Yeah. And that's what's happening right, right. now. And the crazy pictures y'all been seeing, if you saw the one on TikTok where the, the lady was trying to fill up a, a shopping bag with fuel next to yeah. the fuel pump, that was nuts. And then we saw the picture of the one with like a half a dozen red cans and all fill them all up. Now they just sent me, you know, the big water, square water plastic containers that have like the yeah. metal cage around them. There's uh-huh. a dude at a gas station filling that up. I don't know how legal that is. I would never do that. But but his comment was, uh, our Patreon says, having sat in gas lines in the 70s and been limited to on which day you could get fuel based on your license plate number, I don't, yeah. blame, I don't blame these people. That's what Carter did. I remember that. I remember that. License, I don't blame yeah. License plate number. Desperate yeah. times call for desperate measures. Last night, a friend of mine sent this to me. Oh my! I you know what that is? Here. No, yes. no, 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 no! I can't That's believe ga- that we are here. Gasoline in? The, I guess they didn't have no cans. They're gonna die. Yeah. You, but you, you know what, Wayne? But you know what, death. Wayne? No more mean tweets, right? I know we keep right. saying that, but right? No more mean tweets. Yeah. Trump isn't out there on Twitter giving mean tweets anymore. So this is totally worth it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Orange man badly. I am so fed up. I am bad. so fed up. Isn't that crazy, though? That's isn't sick. It crazy? And, and, and so many people last night were saying, you know, gasoline eats through plastic. Right. The fumes, what yeah. that, that and the fumes alone could kill yeah, you before you even yeah. got home. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. don't worry. I'm sure they're wearing their mask, right? No. <laughs> I mean, like that works because you can smell gas right through it. That's when I realized masks in. don't work. Yeah, when I actually started to be able to smell the gas, I'm like, this doesn't work. I was cleaning and I could smell bleach right through my mask. And that was the day I stopped wearing my mask. I was like, I'm not doing this, Falchi. I'm not doing this. Nope. Liar. Last thoughts, people. Uh, I, I can't. I can't do another three years of this. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I know I say that a lot. I know I'm saying that a lot today, but I swear to God on everything holy, I can't do three years, Joe. Somebody's got to figure out something. We have to do something. Ploop, ploop. <laughs> Flush it out of that. What? I can't do this. This oh, is bad, you guys. No, no, no. Shh. No, bloop, no. Bloop. You're going to get somebody in trouble. <laughs> you're going to get somebody in trouble. No, no. no. I, ain't, I ain't saying nothing. Ploop, ploop. Yeah, right, right. All yeah. I'm saying, my last thought on is, Thursday, on right. Thursday, right. <laughs> uh, my, la my last thought. <laughs> if we are not in the end of days, you're in the end yeah, of your days, are. folks. We go take two gummies. I, yeah, I, I gotta beg, take the whole. You know what? I'm just gonna take. I, the whole I beg y'all to <laughs> go get right. I'm not saying go get religion. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying go get stuff right with the Lord. Find mm. God. And and go get right. I'm After you find go God, church, find your C B D find your C B D broad spectrum one thousand milligrams. After you find the Lord, find this and take this too. The Lord and C B D line. I like that combination. <laughs> well, I tell yeah. why not? I, yeah, well, you know, spiritual kinda, and mental. Kind of weird, but yeah. I can't do another three years, Brian. Come on, <laughs> please, baby. Help me out here. <laughs> please. I can't do it. Guido says um, Guido says hi. What? Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Is that the Lord? Is the Lord saying? <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I I saw this. I saw this. Um. A couple of a couple of years ago, and I always go back to it whenever I need something to laugh about. But um. Yeah. Because we need it, please. Ladies and gentlemen, on the way out, make sure you share the show and um. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow's our Friday. Yeah. Too. Yes, so make make sure that you share the show. Uh this is Don Rickles and God bless um, Don Rickles. The, the chairman of the board, uh Frank Sinatra. They were having a little bit of fun. Y'all, y'all don't y'all wanna know what happened? I what should happen? Love it. Guido says hi. He has a little chance to talk to you. And from Jersey City, your good friend, Bubani Umbat. What he started his car. <laughs> he started his car with your album on, and now he's a highway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, I'm a Jew and you're an Italian. And here we have what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a great Irishman. This is America. Yes. And that's why I just want to say, before we go any further, for 14 years, Johnny Carson kept saying, do you really know Frank? And I want you to know, Frank, I worship you and I love you. I really mean this. Because since I'm a kid, I used to blow in girls' ears and hear you go, La -da -da -dee, and do it my way. I need a girl so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife, but she's ill. <laughs> she just got married, Frank. I just can't picture him on the wedding night standing in the room going, I'm and I suppose. 
And I get the chill. You'll excuse us, won't you? Certainly, certainly. Marco Mangananzo was hurt. Marco Mangananzo. Bambino Bambazzo. Two bullets in the head. Thirty.